cliffcentral.com This is Kela Teza and you're listening to Delighted with Rami and Romeo on Cliffcentral.com Welcome we are back I love that thing I love that thing I think it's cool The Kela Teza one is very cool yeah, I like it too. Yeah. Well, thank you for our little miss, uh, producer, director, stroke, uh, DJ on the decks. I call and, her the boss lady. Yeah, the boss lady. Her name is Palisa. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Palisa. It's when you cool. hear me sounding like a Barry White, it's because of her. Usually I have a little squeaky voice. Oh, yeah. And she puts like a yeah, kind of, like, of, yeah, of so, bottoms so. for you. <laughs> well, welcome. We are here again. Welcome on Belighted with Rami and Romeo. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Nale Romeo, we are wearing matching colors. Yeah, it's happy gray, gray, gray yeah, green, black. Yeah, Ramnati, Ramnati, just like that. Yeah. Anyway, good afternoon, my friend. Good afternoon to you. And how too. are you doing? I'm well, and how are you? Are you all right? All right. I'm all right. good. I'm yeah. good. I cannot. You know, complain. I have to say, I follow, I follow a lot of your work. And by the way, before I forget, happy birthday to Power. Exactly. He's turning 70 today. He is 70 today. And, and he's looking young fine. as ever. <laughs> Shame, my father is hot, but ooh, yeah. Kulu Bay for days. Ah, for days. I mean, yeah. like, move over, Luna, the young Bay. Yeah. Huh? My father is the future. Yeah. The future. That's make, what's make sh- Make like. sure. He gets this podcast. Happy birthday, Pawe. I love you. You are my only dad in this world. Amen. I'm trying to charm your dad, Pawe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so yeah, uh, uh, there's been quite a lot of, uh, uh, you know, interaction on, on social media. Yeah. And I actually, so one question that I actually want to uh, uh, kind of like ask live on the show. What question is that, my Ramza? Uh, that, that's where you answered and you said, uh, you know what? Uh, you are available, but blah, blah, blah. We'll find the question. I actually screen-matched it. So oh, I, you did? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Because, I mean, I think the whole point is we, we, we want a, a lot of interaction with our with our followers. Yes. And uh, if they pose those questions, we need to ask them. Yes. Because then Absolutely. at least that creates a little bit of confidence for them. Yeah. And it's important that we get them going. Anyway, enough about me and you. We need to talk about uh, our guests. Yeah, yeah. And uh, very, very powerful guests in the studio. Definitely. And in, 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 uh, in my version legendary <laughs> yes i agree <laughs> with you very 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 well spoken yeah yeah and authors of note definitely authors of note. a million of things i can tell you about some uh, about this one writer over here yeah this one author and have you also noticed how uh, our female guests tend to honor the dress code around yes i was telling i was telling her that, <laughs> i was like i wish i was here wearing the yeah. same color match yeah. the studio good. we love it yeah it's good my man next time you must follow the protocol well at least he's got a bit of gray there so he's kind of like yeah. he fell into the scheme of things so yeah. that's fine anyway we, you know we have one problem in this show yeah and the problem is uh, time is not very friendly no it's so not I think so let's, let's, let's get, get going to, let's know? get going so uh, allow me to introduce please do uh, uh, one of the guests okay and i had an honor of working with him last saturday we were in mamilodi launching another men's forum so i got a little uh, a gig going on where we launching a lot of men's forum okay. because we feel that there's less platforms that really talk about men issues especially uh, men who grew up uh, you know with single parents or grew up alone and you know resorting to the life of crime and mm-hmm. so forth and uh this uh one um guest of ours was actually the main speaker and i had the opportunity to introduce him there so now you want to do it again so now I'm, That's I'm so boring. Doing, I'm, do it and don't uh, waste our time all right so his name is martin manamela oh there was no drum roll ha! i do my own drum roll <laughs> Martin Manamela is a very, very, very powerful man according in my standards. Yeah. And uh, he he's someone that you will, even though you feel you know him, is someone that you will get to know, because his what I call outcome-based responses to life's challenges in relationships is really on another level. And uh, I feel that we need to create more platforms for Martin because you will hear when he speaks. And I don't want to speak at his funeral, you know, with some flowers. He's alive and he's here today. And he needs to know how I hold him in high regard. And you will hear some of the work that he's done, you know, just to get to the chase. He's written a book uh, called Are You Married or Buried? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is quite interesting. Yes. That but uh, interesting. And he actually has a copy of the book. But uh, the most important thing is the power of being alive in a relationship. The power of knowing that you can be an individual and still be in love. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Martin Manamel. Hello, you see, Martin. Rami, you welcome. see what Rami did to me? He kind of like, you know, time out, get to the chase. Okay, fine. Martin Manamel, welcome. Yeah, to the like show. in the poem and speak. Yes, Hello, Martin. Yes. <laughs> the rich man. <laughs> oh, yeah, the rich man. Ooh. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Yeah, you know that introduction was just like uh, way too long. So I'm like, <laughs> I want to meet this guy that you're introducing. You know, it was like it's not me, so it's somebody else. So I, I was keen to meet the guy. Only to know it's me. Ah, boy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Welcome, Bob. Thank you. Welcome, welcome to be lighted. Well, I'm not going to speak as long as Romeo did, but in studio as well, we've got one of the most amazing girls, one of the most amazing women that I've ever come across. We look alike. People confuse us. They think we are sisters. Um, Karisom Simango, she's an author. And um, those who don't necessarily, who don't know her that well, they think that she's like a staunch feminist who doesn't like uh, men being empowered because she just thinks that women need to be standing out there and doing this and fighting for that. Uh, she's got um, she wrote two books: um, the Goddess, the Goddess Bootcamp, yeah. and Karisokano um, was the other one. The, the one Goddess that Mojo. The Bootcamp. Goddess the Goddess Mojo Bootcamp. Yes, mm. those two books. And, and I love the definition of Mojo. I think yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and now, Kariso as well, she's got, um, she does a lot of, of, of speaking, um, all over the country, everywhere. Uh, and then she empowers people, especially ladies. And basically she just like give beautiful life lessons. Uh, and it's good to read her books and it's good to sit under the power of her voice and just, Listen to her. Some of the people they think that she has started a cult because on Facebook there's a there's a there's a uh, our goddess um, academy academy group. group and yeah you should see some of the things that uh, we post there. It is quite amazing. So welcome, welcome to be lighted. We are happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, today we are speaking relationships. We are talking about relationships. Um, in my um, Write up. I said, are you married or buried? Taking from uh, Martin's uh, book, obviously. And we just want to discuss the different dynamics of relationships and how we deal with them. And that's why we have the two of you here, because um, you you guys talk about relationships a lot. And not just relationships between two people, but also relationships with self. Like, uh, like the goddess boot camp, uh, and the goddess uh, mojo boot camp as well. That's what, um, Dagoso likes speaking about. And, um, so we have problems. Who's we? Uh, wait, <laughs> I'm speaking generally, not you two. Uh, <laughs> I'm speaking generally because, uh, we've got married people, unmarried people, single people, divorced people, widowed people, swinging people, juggling people. Available but not emotionally available or not physically available. It doesn't matter whichever way you look at it. I and love the MBA one. MBA, yeah. married but married available. Married but available mm. as well. Mm. We've got that. <laughs> and uh, we just want to speak about the dynamics of relationship and how we treat relationships as people. Are we hard on ourselves? Are we not trying hard enough? What is it that we sometimes get wrong when it comes to relationships? So I don't know which one of you two would like to start. Well, let me just... Uh, allow you to go first. Okay. okay, you can go first. I'll come in. Um, I I'd I'd like to start by saying that relationships are not equally important to everyone. People have value systems. Like there are some people who care about money way more than other people. Who well, you'll go out to dinner and then they pull out the receipt and divide and calculate. <laughs> or no, I only drank one bottle of water, or whatever, because money is important to them. And someone else who's in a hurry gets irritated and says, "Okay, I'll pay for everything because they value time or whatever." You know. So for starters, you, you it's hard to just put everybody on one level and say. And the higher you value anything, it doesn't matter what it is the more you'll be invested in it going well. And when it's broken, the rest of your life breaks to an equally large extent. If it's a minor part of your life, then it's not a big big deal. Like, for instance, somebody who really cares about how they look, when they break out in pimples, it's a big deal. If you don't value how you look, it's fine. You carry on with your life, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it, it needs a refocus for start that question. Yeah. Yeah, and just to add on that, one of the most important things, or which I call, of course, a foundation, will be having a, an excellent relationship with yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, until you do, uh, any other thing, any other person that comes into your life is going to be a challenge, basically. Because if you think, for example, if you think you're boring, and I come into your life, uh, what are you going to give me? Because you're already thinking that you're boring, so you're going to give me boredom. <laughs> Do you understand? And uh, if you're thinking that when you're alone, you're not interesting, 
you know. Um, and when I come into your life, it means you, I'm not going to find you interesting because you find yourself not interesting. So in any relationship, whether it's business, whether it's love, whether it's whatever it is that you can think of, a mother-to-child relationship, you need to have to be fulfilled with yourself first. Whereby even when the, 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 there's a pimple there, you know that you, the pimple doesn't make you. You understand, you know, um, yeah, you, you value the times and stuff, but it, it starts with you. In, in anything, it starts with you. When you're fulfilled, fulfilled with yourself, then we can, you know, move forward into other relationships. You can form meaningful relationships, yeah. Okay. But when we okay, talk Robbie. about, <clears throat> when we talk about foundation, hmm. and, uh, do we also take into account the influence that forms the foundation? Uh, that you you eventually become. I mean, for example, yeah. as a man, you you kind of like would have borrowed from your dad as a lady. The way you know the way they related to each other. Mm. How much of the foundation do you borrow, and how much of it do you filter and saying this is good, this I won't take, mm. this I will use, this I will completely discard. Yeah, that's a very very important question actually because if you think about it, we we get we we are born we we get born into a system. Once you get born, there are certain cultures, there are you know tribal systems that are being followed, belief systems, and all those. So those are very very important. That's why it's critically important to continuously develop yourself. Uh, doesn't matter where you're coming from, but make sure that uh, you continue to add more knowledge into your life that is more positive towards the goal that you have in life, towards the vision that you have, the purpose. For life, once you get the purpose for life, and 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 of course that you know adds with a whole lot of other belief systems to 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 to, to supplement that vision that you have. Once you have that, you're developing yourself every day. You 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 connect with positive people in life. Yes, there will always be negative people, but you always make sure that um, the negative people, when you are around them, it's about changing them, not them influencing you negatively. Even if you come from a, 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 you know, a dysfunctional background, there will be people around you, whether in the community or at school or, you know, at workplaces, wherever. Go out there and make sure that you connect with people that are going to develop you for the reason why you're here on earth. Okay, that leads me to my next question. In fact, that's the question I was going to ask anyway. In, in our society, when we grow up, they, they are like, so-called set rules you are born you go to school you finish school you get you qualify you become something you get a career you mm. get married you have kids and you live happily after, ever after mm. and we have since the beginning of time we have realized that it doesn't necessarily work like that all the time True. Um, some people don't finish school some finish metric, but then they never go to university or for tertiary education. Others become business people immediately. Mm. And others have kids before they even think of marriage. Yeah. Okay. And, and then others don't necessarily think marriage is the it. They don't necessarily mm. want to get married per se. So now, how, how do we work with our society? And how do we, um, when someone comes to you and say, I think, I think I'm a failure. I am not married. I wanted to have five kids. I don't, I've got three kids from three different fathers and my life is a mess and things are not going the way they're supposed to go. How much of the so-called basic standards that the society has laid upon themselves? How much is it? How big has the influence been now and what is the effect of that? Because I think um, not everyone can fall into the perfect two and a half kids with a picket fence. Yeah. Hmm. And a proper job getting a basic salary all the time. Okay. Um, if it was, if they came to me, the first thing that I'd start with is self-development or reflection in the sense that whether that thing is marriage or a title, or a car, or a bank balance, you're going to have a problem if your value is based on some external yeah. marker, you know? That's always problematic, especially when I remember many years ago, um, this guy bought this fancy car. I, I, I have no... We were talking about value. I don't value cars at all. I just don't get the car thing. But it was clearly a very fancy car because we were at a party and then all the men came out and they were walking around the car wow. and they were ooing and they were owing, you know? 
And this, and then, you know, he was, he was puffed he was up. He could himself. And this went on for a while, boom, six minutes or so. And then some other guy drove in and then they all left and oh, moved no. over to that. Exactly. <laughs> and I was young. I was in my really early twenties. And, but I learned in that moment that you can't, yeah. you, you can't yeah. attach your self-worth to things that are outside of your control. You know, when eh, somebody else can up it like that. Mm. In a minute yeah. So so the first thing is correcting that premise That you are broken because Somebody has this and I don't have it right? Mm-hmm. But when we come to the, the Conversation about relationships In particular I believe that there's No such thing as a failed relationship uh-huh. Relationships don't fail It might fail To meet the objective you Put for it but that's something else entirely. If you get married and the marriage fails, that doesn't mean the relationship failed. Mm. If you hooked up with a guy to convince you that you're not boring, like you were saying, <laughs> and you continue to bore him and you or whatever. He will leave. Yeah, but my point is that the purpose of relationships, the core purpose of relationships is growth. What we wanted to do, the fact that you want somebody to have children with, be rich with, be a power couple with, take Instagram pictures, whatever your your thing might be. It might be what you desire for it to do, but the core purpose for relationships is growth. And how relationships grow you is by reflecting your issues back to you. Relationships Mm -hmm. are like a mirror, you know. Mm -hmm. And I love that example that you made that you're boring and you think that once you're in a relationship, you'll be different. Because this is what's going to happen. So your husband calls you and he says, hey, baby, you know what? There's this thing happening. Um, in my plant in Cape Town, whatever, I don't trust the manager to deal with it. So I'm going to go to Cape Town for two weeks. And because I think I'm boring, the first thing I'm going to conclude is that he's leaving because I'm a bore. Yeah. Already you're going sure. to project your stuff onto yeah. that, right? And because Rami's interesting, you'll come up with some other Mm-hmm. Um, conclusion that has nothing But it's all based on the stories you tell yourself About yourself And eventually I get tired of him And I get another husband And this one spends all his time at church I make the same conclusion Because <laughs> Gabor you know, and you, Until one day you, you stop and you notice your patterns And you say you know I'm always in relationships with different people But the effect is the same So there's this thing about me So as long as you get a takeout from a relationship About you that you can change, improve, whatever, manipulate, it hasn't so failed. You can't say it is a failed relationship. So, so <clears throat> what you're saying is actually very important. And Martin, I actually had you somewhere talking about the importance of two people uh, who share the same vision. And, you know, they were, you, I think you were talking about, you know, the one-sidedness of relationship You find that the other partner is really yeah, Fighting that the relationship must work But you know the other one is dragging their feet mm. And 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 I think you, you, you had Spoken about the, the You know the, the, the importance of sharing the same Vision mm. you know especially in your Journey mm. yeah so uh, If you can expand on that yeah Well look the importance of sharing the same vision Is that uh, you need to understand That it's critical Not only a vision per se but you know, the vision, on, on top of that, there's a purpose. Because when you look at the vision, to start with, vision is, for example, we, we marry, we get married, and then we, we have a beautiful car, we have a beautiful house, we take our kids to beautiful schools, we have businesses running, and all of these things. But now, you have that, but then, you don't, you still not fulfilled in terms of your vision. You don't have a, rather you don't have a, a purpose. Now, when you don't have a, a purpose, purpose is beyond that. It's beyond this, this, this materials and, and these beautiful things. Purpose is the reason why you got united in the first place. Mm. So the question should be when, when, when you start a relationship, what is the reason for this relationship? Why are we starting this relationship? What is it that we, we want to achieve both together? Mm. What is it? Because, it's one thing to to achieve all of these other things, and I've seen people divorcing, even with with beautiful houses and big houses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen them divorcing anyway. But now, when you have a bigger thing beyond the vision, which is the purpose, now you know that okay, we were born for this. We've got an assignment to accomplish together. Well, if you believe, if you're a Christian, you say, okay, look, God has given us a mandate, and that's the mandate that we're going to, you know, to push. Otherwise, if you have different purposes in in terms of your relationship or your marriage and you be, you believe that no you are called for something else and the other one believe that I'm called for something else it doesn't complement one another you're going to push different ways mm. 
And once you start pushing different ways, you meet people who complement that purpose. This other one is meeting this one who's also, you know, complementing it. So now it's going to be a conflict because now when you go home, this one doesn't really click with you. Mm. But the other one outside is clicking with you, whether it's a man or a woman. But this person outside is clicking. And now the danger part is if it's a person of the opposite sex, you're going to, you know, deviate toward that person. Because you feel that you are more understood there, you are more accommodated there, then you mistaken that for love. Then that's where you want to stay. Now, that's why in the book of Married or Buried, I, always, I, I say, you know, you're living together apart. Mm-hmm. You'll be with this person every day. You come home. But your heart is somewhere else. Okay. Now that uh, you said something um, that triggered that triggered something in my head. When you, you said, like, when people decide that uh, uh, this is the foundation, this is the purpose, this is where we want to go, then you said other people, they'll say that uh, God is the foundation. Now you're taking me to another another section as well. Mm. What um, I know people think that just because people are in church, it mm. doesn't mean that they can never divorce, okay? Yeah. And another thing is that, some people, when you say, when they say like God is the foundation, this is what he wanted us to be, to do, and all of that. Mm. Even when they are struggling mm-hmm. and they've met together, they, 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 came, they came together and they thought, okay, we have a plan, we have a vision, we have a purpose, this is what. And then as time goes on, they actually grow apart, grow apart. and mm. they realize that even some of the things that we thought we both liked, it is not actually that mm-hmm. that way and yeah. now i'm thinking somewhere and he is thinking the other way mm-hmm. now but based on a lot of beliefs like you said it's either cultural religion mm. it can it can be anything that you find that people would rather sit and be buried in mm. a marriage because of the because of certain beliefs yeah. that 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 uh, that they have and then you find that um people um become stressed mm-hmm. they become depressed Within the institution, based on a certain kind of a religion, just because according to a particular book, Mm. they don't believe in this, they don't believe in that, they'd rather hold on and do that. Now, how do we, how do we deal with, uh, with people who think like that? Like, how do we help people separate issues and like that are like so staunch on their beliefs? They'd say, no, I'd rather stick here, be unhappy as much as I can be. But as far as I'm concerned, according to my beliefs, um, I don't believe in divorce, for instance. Or the other people who say, I will never marry someone who has a child because according to my beliefs, this and this and that. And, you know, the people, we just have lots and lots and lots of um, standards and layers and mm. demands that we put on ourselves and the pressure. So now when, 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 we see, when you see that happening and you see that, you know, a person is completely in distress. And I'll tell you why I'm saying this. Um Unfortunately, one of my friends died because of stress, because he was very, very unhappy. Okay? He was very, very unhappy. But he... And now, these are people who grew up in church. Okay? And it's very funny because we, we spoke about this, this topic like a few weeks back, but he just died the other day. And, and we talk about, we talk about, uh, the, the like, the, they're in church and then they don't believe in divorce. And what he was saying is that he realized like, a year into the marriage that it was actually a mistake. So now he is someone who is very, very active in church. The woman, the wife is like an evangelist. And then they, they were like, we're going to keep it together. We're going to keep it together. They would fight. She would, she would kick him out. He would leave. Then she would call him to come back after a month or two and all of that. But none of them was, none of them were prepared to say, listen, I'm unhappy with you. You are unhappy with me. We are unhappy together. Let's call this quits. And hopefully, our lives will will get better with time, you know. But before we answer that, I think we, we need, need, to, to, go, we need yeah. to take on a, uh, to take a break. Mm. If you just join us, we're speaking to Karasom Simanga and Martin Manamela in studio, and we're talking relationships. Let's take a break. I am a South African. I carry the hopes and dreams of my country and the generations to come. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanye, we believe the future of our country will be defined by our actions today, which is why we are committed to the development of our leaders. Sibanye, we are one. Visit us on sibanyegold.co.za.
I'm Tabiso Masabi, and you're listening to Belighted with Rami and Romeo on Clip Central. And of course, if you just joined us, uh, you are on Belighted with Rami and Romeo. And in the studio, we have our guest, uh, Mr. Manamela and Miss Msimango. <laughs> and uh, these are uh, published authors. Mm. And uh, their knowledge of relationship is unparalleled. And uh, without any waste of time, let's... Uh, uh, can you summarize your question uh, so in case somebody is joining us so that they can get the gist of what you were talking about uh, earlier on? Okay, my question was that when people uh, are, are, are staunch in their beliefs and what the relationship they've gotten into, especially marriage, when it doesn't work, what do you tell someone who is like stuck in their ways and say, yes, 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 I don't like Romeo. In fact, I don't love Romeo. I cannot stand him. If I could, I would kill him. But there is no way I'm divorcing him. It doesn't matter how unhappy uh, Just to check, me you, or, you're not going to yeah. kill me, no? No, never. Okay. Why would uh, I kill uh, you? Just check it. I never. Mm. Okay, I'll go first because I think my answer might be shorter than yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you'll understand okay. very soon. Nice um, I need to come with full disclosure. I'm not married, right? Mm-hmm. I refuse to be married. And uh, most people who know me or have read my books also know that I'm not a Christian. And 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 before the break, you you had made an example about someone who was in the church, right? So yeah. I can't answer for that because yeah, yeah, because you know, not, yes. So I'll focus on the second part um, about being stuck in an unhappy relationship. And I hate Romeo so much, I want to kill him. Hey, and it's funny. It's the thing. Well, seemingly, that's what we're doing. What's we're hating Romeo. Romeo yeah. must die. Romeo <laughs> must die. There's a whole movie about it. So, um, someone mentioned the other day in in our group actually that mm-hmm. so how come you never tell people to leave a relationship? And I have a lot of of coaching clients who come to me, and and because of this story around me that I'm a ball busting feminist and I hate men in in in. A lot of women come to me sort of wanting a stamp of approval, like he sounds like a dog, Mm -hmm. leave him. And they're shocked when I don't say that because I'll go back to what I said before, that the primary purpose of a relationship is growth. Mm -hmm. And often the discomfort that you feel is about something that you need to grow. Like, for instance, you might be in a relationship where the person is abusive, right? And somebody who punches you didn't start with a fist. They first started disrespecting you and then saying this and that. And the amount of tolerance you had was directly proportional with your Mm self-esteem. So if I was very, very, I had a lot of self-worth. The minute, the first day that he said something off, I would have left the relationship. Mm -hmm. So you know that about yourself, you know. So if you, any, if you know what the discomfort is, then you can decide, am I going to fix it inside the relationship or is it better to leave the relationship mm. to fix it? Mm-hmm. If the only reason you're leaving is that I'm unhappy, believe me, the next relationship is going unhappy. to bring up the same stuff again, mm-hmm. you know. And and again, I'd never leave someone that I hate unless if I hate them enough to kill them, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Be- because, um, like I said, I'm not a Christian, so I don't necessarily believe that any marriage or relationship is forever. But when a relationship is truly over, you have no feelings. Oh, shut up. Like, there's, yeah. there's no love. There's no hate. It's just like, ish. Dude, yeah. It's done. See you, ne- see you, you know? next lifetime. Yeah, being, hating someone, it's not done because you'll be stalking them on Facebook. You'll be saying mm-hmm. horrible things about yeah. them to your old friends. And even worse, when you have children, you still have to relate to them. Yeah. You know, the only difference now is that the form of relationship has changed, but you still have to relate to the person. Mm-hmm. So, so on, on that note, to summarize it is that Uncomfortable feelings are not necessarily an indicator that a relationship needs to end. It's an indicator that some growth has to happen of mm-hmm. one sort or another. Generally, the best time to leave a relationship and remain out of it is when it's just flatlined. There's no hate. There's no jealousy. Yeah, there's no it's stuff. Like it's, you're just indifferent. The church stuff, I leave to Mr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, can, can I please go on a commercial in. break, Nyana? Yeah. So, yeah. if you need to get in touch with the show, uh, we actually do take your comments uh, <laughs> on Facebook, and we are uh, the Belighted Show with Rami and Romeo on Facebook, and uh, Instagram is Belighted Show, uh, same as Twitter, Belighted Show, and also we need to address a question. Uh, so you'll talk about that, and let me throw in. So at least 
knows that we actually did take her comment and her question was what if you are single and not looking and get annoyed when they keep knocking yeah, I want Karissa to answer that. Okay, so, Martin, uh, you, you're going to yeah. have to stretch your brain. Remember what you need to answer. Yeah, nice yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you Did you hear that? Yeah, but let's wrap yeah, up. Let's okay. wrap up. Yes. Okay, no, yeah, let's wrap up. Yes. I'm just buying scale. We actually do really Internet have comments. Yeah. yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> so, let, let, uh, that's why I did say commercial break. Okay. So, Martin, yeah. yes. Okay. Hmm. okay, look, when it comes to the, the, the Christian side, mm-hmm. um, we ask a you, within the question you asked this, you said, why the pastor are unable to tell them, listen, you are not meant for each other, stuff like that. You can just, just divorce. Mm-hmm. Look, um, I do a lot of counseling and Christian counseling for that matter. So um, when you have not done counseling, most of people, you find that they come into the church already, they love each other, and maybe some of them are already married. But now, th- we need to start from the beginning. And one of the truth is that in life, we don't have problems. We have people. Okay? <laughs> okay, yeah. That's, clear. No, that's, that's, that's just that. the truth about it. We don't have problems. I mean, when you think about problems, you'll be pointing at someone, okay? Yeah, yeah all that's your problems truth. are telling yeah. people. You're right. You I like that. <laughs> yeah, you understand? So you see, you're pointing at a human being. Yeah. So we don't have problems. We have people. So if you fix people, you've fixed all the problems. Uh-huh. That's it. Now, Here's the thing. I was counseling this couple the other time, and I realized that, but there's these people, I uh, know these ones, they've got serious problems. Now, after six months of counseling, they still not connect. I'm like, guys, why are you trying to, why, why, why do you force this? Just forget about it. It's not going to work. I told them straight. And this is Christian counseling. Yeah. So before you even get in, just don't start. Just forget about it. It's not going to work. And they listened. And guess what? Mm-hmm. A year later, a lady got married. The lady from that relationship. Yeah, got married. She to got someone married else. Some, to someone else. Uh, three, I think it was three years later, the guy also got married. And they are happy now. Very happy. So those people, they could have killed one another, I tell you. Yeah. So, so, so that's where it starts, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, um, what, are, what is the other thing that I needed to say on this? Um, so, so when you've gone through Christian counseling, it doesn't even have to be Christian counseling because it, it's got to be counseling and counseling needs to be more about people developing development into the relationship mm-hmm. because you need to understand that we cannot always quote a scripture. When I'm angry, the scripture is out of my mind. <laughs> I can so, throw so the please, Bible at yeah. you though. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. full of scriptures. <laughs> no, no. The, the, so, so I, I, I fight with a lot of pastors. I must be honest with yeah. you. I fight with a lot of pastors because they're like, Everything, there's got to be a scripture to every kind of a problem. And I'm like, no, you guys are not being real. Mm-hmm. This is not real. That's why a lot of people in the church kill, they, like, they commit suicide, they yeah. divorce and stuff. That, because yeah, true. people are not thing. being real. And yeah. I'm, I tell you straight right now, listen, okay, I'm a Christian, I'm a pastor. Let's just put the Bible here. Just tell me your problem. Here's your problem. Mm-hmm. And this is what you need to deal with. Yeah. There's no scripture there. You need to deal with this. Period. Yeah. That's how we need to approach, you know, relationships. Because like I say, you know, as I repeat myself that in life we don't have problems, we have people. Yeah, because I also believe like, for instance, marriage, I think it's is if people start looking at marriage or any kind of relationship as w- with the potential of it not working out. And I'm mm. not saying everyone's relationship is doomed. Like if you get a business idea mm. and you, 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 I'm like, Martin, let's get into this business. We started, we do, we brainstorm, we, we implement stuff. And then a year later, mm. the business falls apart to the point of like, we can't do anything about it, but to close shop. Mm. And we, it's easy for us to say, listen, you know what? We tried. It's done. Mm. Let's forget about that. Yeah. But then, why can't people see relationships and marriage especially as mm. that? Because I believe as much as um, everything else can be a mistake, I think you can be married by mistake. And yeah. I'm a personal example of that. Mm. I was married. I was married for 13 years and mm. I had to come to my senses and say, in fact, this was a mistake. And yeah. you know, when you, you start making it, trying to make it work and then you're trying to talk to people and then you talk to a pastor, you talk to people you go to church with, your friends are like, no, 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 you need to pray about it. You need to just mm-hmm. give it time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I know, that you know? Doesn't work. And, and, and you, and, and then when I look back, I actually realized it's not like I didn't see that at the end of 13 years. I saw that, 
year four, year five, mm. year six, mm. and I kept saying, okay, apparently if you manage to survive the seven, the seven year, year each, mm. yeah, the seven year mm-hmm. each, then you're fine. Guess what? We survived the seven year each, then we hit the eight, we hit the nine, oh, we and we hit the ten, then, and we were buried. You're buried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you walk in, you're like, sure. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. And then you carry on with your own things. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, I'm going out with my Romza. Okay, I know I'm, I'm lying, Romeo. It's, you're just an example, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Examples are hectic. I know. Romeo yeah. must die. <laughs> Romeo must die. And, 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 then, and then, but for a good four years, <clears throat> we just couldn't speak to each other. Hmm. It, it was so bad. But, but it was also that thing that, okay, I need to, I think I, I know I can, I can make it work. I know it will work. I know it will work. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. But it no, took, but, but, it but took, in what you're saying, because, you know, as I come in, you see, especially with Christians, they always have this thing at the back of their mind. God hates divorce, but they forget that as much as God hates divorce, he still loves the divorcee. So it's still fine. You can still yeah. divorce yeah. if you, it's not working. He'll still love you. Okay, but then just to quickly finish on that, then eventually, yeah, then it actually took my parents, my parents as well. They had to sit me down and say, like, listen, this is not working. It is not working. You are going to die. Mm. You will die. You're pushing. You're working too hard at this. And you guys, you've got different visions. You've got different interests. You've got, like, you're not looking at life. At this, in the same way, because you can be two different people, but you can see, okay, this is where we are going. Yeah. And then after, after we got divorced, it, it, I think it's, I keep telling people, like for me, being divorced was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Mm. I got happier. I lost weight. It's like, it was like a settlement. They were like, okay, mm. fine. Which assets do you have? I was like, hold on, hold on. Can I just give this man 50% of his fat? <laughs> there you go. Ha! And I gave it to him. I lost weight. I started looking good and all of that. Mm. Ne? But now then life went on and I, I, we see each other a lot because, um, because of our daughter who, mm. who, and then, then he's got another daughter and everything. And then they go to the same school mm. and I see him with his wife. Oh my God. Mm. They look amazing. He looks good. They look happy. happy. And every time I see them, I was like, oh my God, they look so happy. Nice, nice. And I'm like happy for them. I just want to hug them and kiss them all over them. Like say, dude, 13 years of what? Look, mm. look what you were like, you were missing, missing out on, you know? Yeah. And I think when you get to that point, then you realize that actually life is truly, truly, truly beautiful. But it's mm-hmm. like this, just this fear of not being able to let go. Uh, okay. What's that phrase? Better? Better the devil, you know, kind of a and thing. The angel, mm, you don't. The, yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, I hate to to break the happy party here. The 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 thing about relationships, and I've observed this uh, over you know a, a lot of conversations. We end up talking about married people, mm-hmm. and we never really touch on single people. Yes. I'm single. And yeah. No, I'm Me just too. saying as a conversation. <laughs> well, I'm so married. We are. We are. It, it, it's, we, we we have uh, little time, but can we try and factor in single people yeah. and divorced people? You know, because mm. if we can just have something, because this podcast will be listened for uh, uh, fifty donkey years to come. Oh. So I want it to be that relevant, yes. so that only married people shouldn't download the podcast, but someone who's single and someone who's mm-hmm. so. So the question. Short on this. Sure. Which yeah. one? So, so just to repeat, Nganja, I hooked you up. So, Nganja, Lamini said, what if you are single and not looking and get annoyed when they keep knocking? So, now we're talking about single people. What is the question, though? Yeah, no, it's like you are single and you are not looking, but they keep coming for you. And they annoy you. Yeah, about Shela, basically. And you get annoyed. You know, and you get annoyed. Yeah. So the question is the annoyance. Why am I getting annoyed when people are hitting on me? That's what I'm trying to figure out. What's the well, question? I'm actually I hearing, I'm, yeah, I'm trying I, to. I'm getting mm. two questions yeah. there. The annoyance of it, mm-hmm. like not being interested. But then another thing that, that I remembered was that in your book, you were talking about, you were, you were, you were addressing women who are single. Mm. But not available and not available because of you know, like they haven't let go either of the previous uh, mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. or they're not, they're basically emotionally unavailable. So they can never open to the possibility of a new relationship. And then you were even saying that some of them are, they might be looking, but because of the other, the attachments of the stuff that they didn't work, mm-hmm. work on, they, they repel 
the, yeah, the okay. potential. All right. I, I think yeah. I, I have a sense of where we're going. So my, my current book, right, it's called yeah. The Goddess Mojo Bootcamp. And one of the things I do early on is I address what I mean by mojo. And I say that your mojo is your attractor factor, the mm-hmm. part of you that energetically draws things to you, right? And, and I use the term attractor factor because the word attractive is a difficult one because people tend to associate it with looks, you know? Mm-hmm. Looks are attractive because they make you want to look at the thing. But what I'm talking about is magnetism, the ability to draw things to you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just um, relationships, it's opportunities and that kind of stuff. So if your magnetism is off, mm-hmm. You don't attract people. Nobody hits on you. You don't even attract, you know, you know, those people who've been looking for a job for three years and nothing, nothing, you know. So, yeah. so, so your magnetism applies to pretty much anything in your life. So what tends to happen is that there, you find people who are reluctantly single and they genuinely want to be in a relationship, but the mojo is gone primarily mm-hmm. because more often than not with women is because they were hurt at some point and they didn't resolve it. Like we're talking now, mm-hmm. you get the divorce, but all you do is get the divorce. You don't, yeah, you, you, don't, you don't do a post mortem. You don't look at the, you know, the results afterwards. What did I learn from this? Who am I angry at? Am I angry at God or my parents or whatever for forcing me? You have to feel the feelings. People tend to think that if they get away from that person, they consider the problem. The issues, but the effect is still there, you know. So you put yeah. out this weird vibe. You can wear the tiniest get or put on red lipstick or go to because the one thing that I hear about church and you'll connect me if I'm wrong is that if you want to go, if you want to get married, you should attend a born again Christian church. Nonsense. Because, be, because, and, and I feel bad saying this to the men of no, God, faith. but people say that because there's, there's pressure to not have sex before marriage, the people hook up and get married very quickly. Mm. You know, mm. yeah. So, so you get married already. You're getting married for wrong reasons. Yeah, full, fully. I agree with you. But my mm. point is that there are all sorts of tactics that you can use to get into situations. But if your mojo's off, it's not gonna work, right? Yeah. That's that, that. That's one. The other thing you get people whose mojo is off because they're still emotionally attached to someone else. It's the mm. opposite of what you were saying. You were saying that you get MBAs married but available. There are many people like that. They don't even feel married when you're sitting next to them. Mm. You you're shocked when you hear that they've got a. A partner, right? Because they don't oh, even feel wait. married. And then you get single people who feel very married. Because yeah. cause mm. internally, they are not available. It's like you walk into a bank, they go like, Mrs. You're like, eh, eh, correction? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So the thing I like about Nontlantla's question is that your mojo and your intention have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Some people intend to be hooked up, but the mojo's not there. She intends to stay single, but she's but she all mojo. You know, and, or she, she shouldn't be annoyed by those people. She, she must, must say it, that my attractor factor is on what else would I like to attract instead? Be light at that switch, honey. Do switch I, on that exactly. light bubble. Do I want to attract <laughs> opportunities, money, trip, whatever, cause it's there. Mm. Don't, yeah. don't, 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 don't fight it. Okay, Martin. Mm. So just quickly, and then I need to talk about uh, divorced people because someone who's divorced, they have to go through various steps, mm. rejection, you mm. know, blame and so forth. And how do they get unburied? So, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Look, she's pointing at me like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah focus, divorced. focus. Uh, the, the <laughs> conversation is Martin, <laughs> please. <laughs> so, so you're saying divorced people need to get you know, um, so because remember, before someone gets divorced, they yeah. are buried. Yes, right? of course. So yeah. you are buried. Now you need to get unburied mm. and you have to go through certain stages. The first thing is forgiveness, my brother. The first thing is forgiveness. And, and, and now there's two people that you need to forgive is yourself and the other guy or rather the other person. Yeah. So it's the guy. Yeah, the other person. Yeah. You normally I use it's guy. It's always for, that for guy. <laughs> yeah. It's always that guy. I know. Yeah. Uh, now, you, and, and now, Here's the true sense of forgi- the true sense of forgiveness. Forgiveness, true forgiveness, is being able to forgive before an apology. Okay, yeah. because you don't have to wait for this person to come and say, "You know, I'm sorry." If they don't come, then you have to carry them all all your life. You carry the pain all your life. I like what you said earlier on. You 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 you've been divorced, right? Yeah. And uh, you you see your your ex and okay and his wife. 
Yeah, he is my fine. ex. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Your okay. former man. Your former. Let's no, it's my ex-husband. Okay, diplomatic. Diplomatic. You see them, no, and and they are happy, and you are happy for them. Yes, absolutely. Because you also have your life. Mm-hmm. It means it means to me it means that you've dealt with your inner issues. You you've dealt with yourself. You've dealt with everything else that was going on in that matter. And you said it was the best decision you made. So yeah. so people need to understand that. But also they also need to understand that uh, we, we as people we're different. So so some will take longer to 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 mourn their marriage because people do go through mourning. Uh, you know in that stage. So now when you go through the mourning. Make sure that you, you now plan your life and say, because, because the person who left should not live with your identity. Okay. Yeah. They shouldn't live with your identity. The problem here is that from other people, most people that are divorced and are unable to move on is because they went into the marriage without knowing who they are. And, and now the person that they got married to gave them an identity. And when they leave, they live with it. Mm-hmm. So you feel like, yes, you know what? It's over. I can't go on. So you take longer to heal. But connect, go to, to counselings, connect with people that are positive, connect with people that have been there also, mm-hmm. but that are, which are positive, not being there, but they're still negative. No. Who are, with, like yourself, you can actually counsel a lot of people, of course. by the way. So yeah, <laughs> they need to, be, to connect with people like yourself so that they can actually move quickly out of it, but not for the, pay, for the purpose of moving quickly out of it, but for the mere fact that they, they still have life to live. Yeah. There's still other people who love them and, and, and they also have kids here. You understand? So there can be a lot of things that they need to look into in order for them no longer to feel buried. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do wonder, because you brought up the buried thing, that how, how similar and how different are the healing processes when you are the one who initiated the divorce versus when you, you're the one being divorced? Because I can imagine that if you decide to file for divorce, to some extent you've worked through. True. Yeah. That's know? exactly what I yeah. did. I feel like I, I had the morning period Yeah, but when you were the actually... other guy, as we were saying, and, <laughs> <laughs> and you just... Yeah. yeah. So, so, so I'm something, sure somebody nuances, wakes up and yeah. says, listen, I want a divorce. You're like, oh my God, what do you mean? You're leaving me? Yeah. And especially if you're not expecting it, I think that's, that's one of the biggest... Um, Heartbreakers, that's what makes mm. uh, healing or getting over it a bit difficult. It depends who it is. I agree with you completely. But I, that. Think, I think that is also a part of denial because for a person to actually come to the, uh, an end where they say, you know what, I don't want to in my life anymore, is because there's been a process of things that, you know, signs here and there that this person doesn't really want me. Just yeah. here, it's, not like, no, it's not like I know people to who were genuinely shocked. Yes, I know. Me I know too. people who were yeah. genuinely, like, what, what genuinely shocked. We are so happy together. Like, no, sweetie, we are not happy now, together. That's why I'm saying they're in denial because you can't say we've been so happy together and all of a sudden I just say, like, it's, it's over. They, they, I should have, there should have been some hints here and there and you were maybe trying so hard to make it work. And one day I just tell you straight, like, you know what? It's just. But this guy said to you, for better, for worse, till death do us part. And even yeah, though remember, things were not that, great, no, no. you thought, but really? we're in this forever. Yeah, you know, okay. so it can still but be sometimes shocking. How, how, how worse can worse get before you actually have but to call it quits? We also need to understand that people grow in the marriage. O- over 13 years, you guys have been growing. Like, for example, yeah. I'm here right now. Mm-hmm. I'm learning certain things about life, different things. My wife is learning wherever mm-hmm. she is. Mm-hmm. So we grow into different, because we are in two different fields of our lives. Mm-hmm. So we grow differently. Mm-hmm. That's why we need to now periodically come together and say, okay, wh- you know, so far, where, 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 where are you now? You know, we need to keep on checking each other and, and in keep on having, you know, those small meetings. So sometimes we get so comfortable and we don't do that and not realizing that, you know what, we're growing apart yeah. because we don't come together and say, hey, look, uh, it's been a week. Let's talk about this. It's been two weeks. It's been a month. You know, how far have you grown? What, what is it that you're doing right now? What has changed? We don't do those meetings. Marriage is work. We need to work on it. You don't just get married and just start living without thinking about the fact that you have to work on okay, it. Okay, can I, I throw a spin in the works before you before say something? I, 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 I needed to say this. <laughs> what? Just on what Martin is saying, uh, this is what, you know, in my relationship, this is what we do. We do what we call uh, uh, relationship checks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we do that once a week or we do goodness check. What, mm-hmm. w- what is the good that is actually going on in this relationship? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. uh, actually, uh, you so will you wrap up. Uh, yeah, I okay. need to say this. You know, Pella, we follow our Twitter people. <laughs> uh, so so yeah. check this out. Check this out. Yeah. So, uh, 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 Pulang Hopper. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. she actually sent a tweet and she says, uh, Rami and Romeo and guests, we appreciate the value add. She's thank you. Thank you. Hi, Miss Hopper. Okay, I want to throw a spinner in the works. Okay, in any relationship, in any relationship, how... This is basically your opinion, guys. Mm-hmm. This is your opinion. I know it's not mm-hmm. the written law or anything. How important is sex? Can we talk about sex? Because other people, they think that sex is a make it or a break it situation. Can you say it in 30 seconds? 30 seconds. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. I'll say to you, sex is highly important because mm. we're emotional beings. Yeah. So you cannot... You cannot get married and just, you know, and you find that it's, it's, it's not working in that, in, in that department. I'm not saying you can divorce on it, but at least if it's not working, make sure that you have, you know, each other to find better ways of making it work. Yeah, but now you see when sex before marriage is a sin, we haven't practiced. Mm-hmm. You, I want to try running out. <laughs> I want to try running out. <laughs> yeah, no, you get it. You, I get it. You have never been, you've been, you've never been with someone else. So this is the only person you know. Yeah. So no, you make no, it no, work. No. That is when it's sex tra- before tra- marriage. No, 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 no. Sex. What I'm saying, oh, okay, yeah. I, yeah. I jumped okay. in. It, okay, yeah. But yeah. the logic sounded like you've never had sex with someone else, so, so this is, yeah, this yeah. is the only thing okay, you've got. Okay, you've got 30 seconds. Right? Okay, so, <laughs> so I'm going to answer it like a woman, because yeah. he answered like a man. Forget the Christianity, yeah. whatever. Yeah. He yeah. was like, sex, it's very important, you yeah. know, because men connect the yeah. emotions through the physical. They get yeah. physical with you, they release dopamine, it feels good, and then they feel attached to you. For women, on the other hand, when they feel attached to you they want to have sex with you yeah um so i would say that quality and quantity somewhere there there's a balance right uh because i know a lot of relationships that have gone south because people were having quantity relation um sex Sex. like so you understand that i need to have sex three times a week for my husband to be happy but every time it happens you get nothing out of it and you get miserable and he doesn't want to do foreplay for 45 minutes every time (laughs) so there has to be some balance between the quality of the sex and the quantity okay now that's a different topic (laughs) for another day maromza we're going to talk about sex right it's scheduled for Let's next year. The boss lady up. has spoken. Uh, she has spoken. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much, uh, Kahiso and Martin, for coming into yeah, the studio. Thank you so much. Um, uh, yeah, I Saj hope everyone is like, yes, absolutely. Um, Kahiso, um, uh, the goddess bootcamp and the goddess, the, the goddess mojo. mojo bootcamp, all available in different bookstores, exclusives and everything. Martin, are you married or buried? That's his book. You can get it. I, you can connect with him via Facebook as well, Instagram. And Twitter, I and saw Twitter. you there. Yeah. And you can order your book. Yes, and it has been delighted with eight seconds left. Maromza, I love you, Yaz. Siraz, I love you, my friend. You left me confused. Don't be confused. That has been delighted. Hope you are delighted. Cheers. That we had a delighted show. Bye. Hi, this is Renata Steedman, and you are listening to Belighted with Rami and Romeo on Clip Central. This is cliffcentral.com.